Welcome to the Limitless Pet Business Podcast with Carly Edwards, the podcast that shares simple tips on how you can make more money and inject way more freedom into your life than you ever thought possible. Tune in for your weekly dose of online marketing, productivity, and passive income tips so you can grow the pet business of your dreams. Hey guys, before we get started on this week's episode, I just wanted to mention a free on-demand masterclass that I have available at the moment. It's called Become the Go-To Pet Business in Your Field Without Burning You Out and Even If You're an Introvert. So if you're tired of not getting the recognition that you know that you deserve, and you are absolutely ready for more money, more impact, and more freedom in your life, this is the masterclass for you. Because on the masterclass, I basically share with you my four-step ease system, which is the strategy that I personally use in my business that I've come up with, it's mine, and I teach my clients as well. So this is the strategy that's going to allow you to become that number one choice in your field to create the money that you want coming into your business and the lifestyle and create that lifestyle that you want as well. So if you want to check that out, all you need to do is head to carlyedwards.com forward slash go dash two. And that's where you can head over and literally sign up for it and watch it instantly. So do head over there and check that out if this speaks to you. Hey, hey, pet professional, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So today I want to get a little bit personal, actually, with the topic that I'm going to be talking about. And it's all about my five biggest business challenges this year. So I do, I want to get a little bit raw and a little bit vulnerable with you because I think it's a really good thing to be doing actually, especially as a business coach and helping my audience and connecting with you guys. It's, it's a lovely thing for me to do. And honestly, it just helps me to actually push my comfort zone as well and share these things because I don't often like doing it. But it's something that I hope is really going to to help you as well. So we are quite close to the end of the year right now. We've got a couple of months left in 2023. So I thought it would be a really interesting episode to basically give you a little bit of an insight into my world and what's been going on for me this year in my business. Because sometimes it might look like everything is rosy in my world, but I do come across big hurdles and big challenges as every other business owner does. I'm not immune from this. It does happen to me as well. I have those tricky moments, those really challenging moments where I'm struggling. And some of these challenges, some of them are mindset related, some of them are physical, some of them are more practical. But I don't want this episode to be something that just dwells on the negative side of business and essentially throw my own pity party. I don't want it to be that. The key thing that I want to get across to you in this episode is to normalise those struggles, normalise those dark times and those messy, messy moments and let you know that you're not alone because you really are not. When things are thrown at us, when we have those challenges, when we have those really, really tricky, dark times in our businesses and our lives, 
we we all experience that you are absolutely not alone but I do want to give you some useful tips. I want to discuss it a little bit, gives you some useful tips around this. If you've come across some of these challenges too, because you may see yourself in some of these things that I'm, I'm going to be sharing with you today. So I want to dig into that. So the first one, the first big business challenge that I've had this year is the constant battle between my ambitious side and my introverted, more, I want to be in my own space side, right? I have these two sides of my personality and they're always up against each other. And it is a massive struggle for me. So I have this amazing vision essentially for what I want my life to look like, where I want to take my life, where I want to take my business, the things that I want to have, be and do in my life. I've got big, big ambitions for that, massive ambitions for that. But on the other side of that, the flip side of that, is the introvert within me, is the Kali that doesn't want to do all of those things and actually is inherently quite lazy as well. I don't want to be doing lots and lots of things all of the time. I don't want to be working all of the time. I don't want to be my working day to be filled with back-to-back appointments with people, to be constantly on show, because I find it absolutely exhausting. This is where my introvert comes into play. So it's a constant battle for me, trying to find that happy balance where I can really grow my business to where I want it to be and create that abundant life that I really want, that I desire in my heart, that has been there for my whole life, that I was made for more. You may have this too. You may have this within yourself as well, that you're you're made for more. You know there's something better for you. You know that you have amazing gifts to share with the world. You know that you're going places, right? You are made for something more in this world. You are here to make a massive impact for lots and lots of people on this earth. But then you might have, you know, if you're an introvert as well, you might have that other side to you that feels a little bit weighed down by it all and all of the responsibility as well. So this is not just on the introvert side. For me, one of those big mindset hurdles that I've really struggled with is but I don't want all of that responsibility. With responsibility comes lots and lots of work. With responsibility comes with, yeah, responsibility for other people, for other things, for your your own success. And it's a lot, it's a lot to take on. So there is constantly in my head and in my heart, this massive battle between that ambitious side and that introverted side. And it's been a big challenge for me this year, particularly this year as well, as I am stepping things up and I am taking things to the next level. This has shown up so much more this year for me. So, you know, this might be the case for you as well, where you might have those two sides where you know that you're made for more, you want more, you desire more in your life, you desire more in your business, but then there is something that is holding you back. So I want you to really think about that and I want you to contemplate on it. This is something that I shared in the last episode as well, is to just hold on to that vision that you have. This really, really does help me, is to 
basically put signals everywhere of that life that I want to create. So I have a dream board where I've got all of the things on that dream board that I want to achieve in my business and in my life. So that anchors me to that big vision. I often have little things around my house as well with that big goal that I'm working towards. So I'll put up little sticky um, post-it notes everywhere on my mirror in my bathroom. I've got one on my mirror in my bedroom where I get ready for the day all of my passwords as well that I used to log into lots of different things like different tools and banking and things they're all my goal it's this one word with what my big goal is so I'm anchoring myself to that all of the time to help me to overcome that introverted side that wants to keep me in my safe space that wants to keep me firmly in my comfort zone, nice and cosy where Carly absolutely loves it. But there's that ambitious side. There's that massive ambitious side of my brain that is pushing me, is pushing me all of the time. So there's a constant battle always. That's been a big challenge for me this year, for sure. Number two, which might be a little bit of an overshare, but I'm gonna do it anyway, because this may be something that you struggle with too, if you are a woman. I get massive mood swings from PMS that can take me to a very, very dark place. So it can really range from month to month as to how this works for me and how dark it goes, if I'm honest, and how long I'm stuck in that place but it can be just a few days, it can go on for a couple of weeks. But in that time, when I'm feeling like that, I don't wanna be around anyone. I don't wanna be around anyone, I'm hugely irritable, and every little tiny thing annoys me. So it's very, very difficult to get anything done when you're feeling in that very negative, dark, dark space. All that I really want to do in those moments when I'm feeling like that is to just hide away and eat lots of food that is not very good for me, watch lots of things that, just binge watch Netflix basically, lots of true crime and stuff, because that's one of my uh, guilty pleasures is, is true crime. Yeah, and just literally hide myself away from the world, not show up during that time. So it can be very, very difficult for me to get anything done and to actually show up as my best self because I'm not my best self during those periods. So those mood swings that I have are very, very tricky to navigate, especially when I'm trying to get things done in my business. I have these big goals for my business and it means as well that Anything that I do in my business, I kind of have to schedule it around this issue that I have, right? So lots of promotions that I've been doing this year, putting on masterclasses and challenges. I cannot put those challenges or masterclasses where I need to show up live anytime around that PMS period because that is going to be hell for me. It's gonna be absolute hell for me. So I need to make sure that I am arranging everything, scheduling everything in my business around that. So it can be a bit of a challenge. It can, it can throw up all sorts of things for me. It can stop me from getting stuff done. 
stop me from showing up, stop me from, yeah, basically growing uh, my business in the way that I want to be growing my business. So that has been a big challenge for me this year. Also, yeah, just every year, because it's something that I've always struggled with, but it's something that I continue to struggle with. Number three is that on the more practical side is that I overcommitted this year and wasn't actually able to do everything that I planned. So every single year I plan out my entire year ahead. So in 2022, I planned out 2023. And this was looking at what are those key things that I want to do throughout the year. And a lot of this, again, has been doing those masterclasses. I launched this podcast. And I had planned to host an online summit, which very, very regretfully, I've had to push that back until next year because it just, I just wasn't able to pull things together as I wanted to. And I didn't even make a start on it. I just thought, I made a decision when it came to, you know, close to that point where I wanted to host that online summit that, okay, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this now. I need to be looking at what are going to be the most revenue generating activities for me right now, which was to continue doing challenges and masterclasses and then selling people into my offers. So that has been put on the back burner, which is a little bit annoying, right? So I overcommitted to some things around that and I wanted to do some paid workshops as well throughout the year so that people could come into something specific. I would help them with a specific problem or challenge that they had and create a workshop around that, that they could pay, I don't know, from 10 to 50 pounds basically for. I planned to do four of those this year and I didn't do any of them. I wanted to develop and refine my online course suite as well and other services. So I had all of these, these big things that I wanted to do, these big tasks in my business that I really wanted to develop and achieve, but a lot of them didn't get done because if I had done these things, it would have eaten into a lot of my downtime, a lot of my time where I'm away from my office and decompressing, which is really, really important for me. So I made a decision to not do these things, to, to tweak things a little bit. I used to be much worse at actually is over committing, over committing and putting far, far too many things on my plate, whether that's each day, so on a daily to-do list, each month where I'm planning out goals or throughout the entire year. Generally these days I am much better at seeing exactly what those goals are for the month and making them work for me for sure and getting those things done and not over committing. Same with a daily to-do list and making sure that there aren't too many things going onto that to-do list so that I can tick them all off at the end of the day because that is when we feel like we've achieved something. We've really accomplished something that day when we can literally put a lovely, nice tick next to those things that we wanted to wanted to actually do. But it seems that over the year, I've massively kind of overestimated what I wanted to do. So it's been a big challenge for me to let go of some of those things, right? And kind of be okay with that. 
be okay with not being able to do those things that I wanted to do this year and pushing them back, right? Because it is okay. Because sometimes these things do happen in our businesses where we can't get all of these things done. We shouldn't be beating ourselves up about that. We did our absolute best and we can just push them on until a later date. That's absolutely fine to do that sometimes, right? As long as you're doing everything you can, you're continuing to take action, it's okay to push things back. So yeah, overcommitting this year was was a big, big one for me, big challenge for me. <clears throat> Number four is my evergreen marketing strategies didn't quite deliver the results that I wanted. So one of the big goals that I had for this year was to get a couple of different evergreen funnels working for me to sell my different offers for me, my different services for me, right? So if you don't know what an evergreen marketing strategy is, it's basically where you put things a little bit more on automatic. So for example, I can take like one of my launches, my masterclasses, and put that into an evergreen funnel where people can sign up to it at any time. They can watch that masterclass at any time and then they can be offered something that can lead on to a paid offer like the Pet Biz Thrive Online Club that I have, my signature program. And then after they've signed up to that, they will get a series of emails, sales emails that will sell them into that offer right? So one of my goals this year was to get that up and running and working really well for me. And it's not been something that I've been able to do. I've tested a little bit with it. I have put some money behind it through Facebook ads, got lots of people signing up to it, but it never quite converted into the customers that I wanted. So it's been a big challenge for me to try and figure out basically what's not working there, how I can improve it, how I can make it better. And it's still an ongoing thing for me. And I will still be continuing into next year, probably if I don't get this done before the end of the year, finding ways that I can make that better and get it converting better for me. I did have another evergreen marketing funnel as well with a different freebie, which was an ebook and then leading on to a different offer. And that worked okay. It was paying for itself in terms of the ad costs with like a low ticket offer that I had after they signed up for the freebie. So it, it was basically a self-liquidating offer, right? It meant that the ads were paying for themselves and I was earning a little bit on top of that as well. But that wasn't quite converting into people buying the main offer that I wanted them to. So I've had some successes, I've had some failures around that, I suppose, and real learning moments as to what I can do better going into next year. So it's a shame, it's a real shame for me, and it's been a big challenge for me this year because it's something that I've really wanted in my business, to have a funnel that basically works super, super well for me in my business and brings in lots of lovely, lovely people into um, whatever it is that I'm offering. There's some success there, but it's not quite doing it as I want it to. So everything in my business, I love to experiment, I love to test, I love to tweak. 
so it'll be more you know doing more of that and, and making sure that this this gets up and running and working really well number five is imposter syndrome which may be something that crops up for you as well and it may be also a running theme in in your life because this has been a recurring theme in my life for as long as I can remember. It's basically stemmed from lots of past experiences in my life which I won't go into because it's just lots of general various life experiences right in my life that have that have really shaped who I am today I suppose. But imposter syndrome has always been a really big one for me. And I've done a lot of mindset work on this, actually. A lot of inner work, which is what it requires. And going deep within and figuring out, you know, where is that coming from? Where is that coming from? And how can I work with this? And what tools do I need to actually turn that around? Turn that belief around? Turn that way of thinking around? So there's lots of things that I do here in terms of journaling, EFT, tapping and meditating as well. All of these things are super helpful to help me to remind myself that what I'm doing is of value to people. It does help people. That's the thing. So yeah, this may be something that crops up for you as well. And you may compare yourself to others, see other dog trainers or dog walkers or dog groomers. And you get that feeling of, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. There's someone out there that is better than I am. So I totally understand it. I totally get it. And the, the thing is, this will crop up again and again and again. Whenever you reach a new level in your business, you will have to deal with this again and again, right? So for me, this year, up-leveling and basically taking my business to the next level in terms of revenue and how visible I've been this year and how much my audience has grown and all of these things, that basically triggers that imposter syndrome again. So you have to then revisit it and do that inner work again, do that mindset work again. So it's an ongoing thing. It will probably be an ongoing thing for me forever, I suppose. Because it's that old saying, new level, new devil, right? New level, new devil. So it may be something that you struggle with as well, but I want you to know that you are good enough. You've always been good enough. You always will be good enough, right? And we need to keep reminding ourselves of that. We need to keep reminding ourselves of that literally daily. It could be something that you do, you stand in front of your mirror and you say to yourself, I am enough. I've always been good enough. I always will be good enough. So it's that, yeah, just keep reminding yourself of that fact and stop comparing yourself to others as well. We can fall into that habit of going and looking at our competitors, seeing what they're doing. And that's when a lot of those imposter syndrome feelings do come up. So basically stop that habit, put a stop to that habit of you going and doing that and just focus on yourself and focus on your business and the impact that you're making with your clients as well, right? So yeah, my five biggest business challenges this year. So the constant battle between my ambitious and introverted sides, that's possibly something that you, you deal with as well. I'd love to hear about that if this 
does resonate with you as well. So do come over to my Facebook page at The Carly Edwards. I would love to hear from you if you are struggling with these same things. So mood swings from PMS, as I mentioned, can take me to a very dark place. I overcommitted this year and wasn't able to do everything I planned. Evergreen marketing strategies that didn't quite deliver the results that I wanted and imposter syndrome. So lots of challenges for me, right? Struggles, hurdles that I've come across this year that have really tested me, have really, really tested me. But this year has been a really interesting one because it's been my biggest year yet, essentially, in business. Across all areas, it's been me going bigger, going bolder, and it's really paying off for that. So despite those challenges, things have been growing. It's all going in, in the right direction. So I want you to know that, you know, if you are, if you do have your own struggles, whatever that looks like for you as well, you have those messy moments, those, you know, slip into those, those dark times, you are absolutely not alone. We do experience all of these things. All of us experience lots of different struggles and challenges and problems, right? So you're not alone. And if you are struggling with that and you really wanna to talk to someone about that, feel free to message me or seek help, right? Seek help from someone that you trust, you know, and get that help that you need, get that support that you need. It's so important to be doing that because you're not alone. You don't have to do this alone and you can get that support that you need. So a bit of a raw one this this week, a bit of a vulnerable one. And so I do hope that you found that, that useful and interesting, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. If you like the episode or you think it'll be useful for a pet biz buddy, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have any questions, let me know on Facebook at The Carly Edwards. And remember, dream it and make it happen.